0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Crane enters this week's Eurovision as the firm favourite to win. Once again, the question arises as to how political the contest, contest actually is. From the UK's pro Europe song in 1965 to George's anti Putin song in 2009, Joining me now is Chris West, author of Eurovision, a history of modern Europe through the world's greatest song contest. Hiya, Chris. Hello, Stephanie. So I think a lot of people, particularly of my generation, who would have just kind of sat watching Riverdance and, you know, we had this Ireland golden era of Eurovision, wouldn't necessarily associate Eurovision with politics. But we'd be quite wrong, wouldn't we? You would
0: be wrong, yes. And you would have been wrong even at the time of of Riverdance which, incidentally, was still the best interval act there's ever been, because um, it, was, it was political to start with. The whole idea was to have a contest that brought the nations of Europe together, um, it, which included Germany, and this was in the 50s, so it wasn't that long ago that the war had finished. Um, you mentioned the, the British song in 65. Portugal did lots of political songs in the 70s. Um, Italy did one in, in 1990. So this, is, this has been long-running. And part of the fun is my my contention.
1: And is, so when it was set up, like, was it sort of a way of, you know, you'd think that if it was just sort of like post-war and Germany was part of it, like having something that was competitive probably wouldn't have been the best idea. But was it a sort of a, let's all do this together and celebrate? Or was there a sort of a rivalry? Let's see who's the best country in Europe? I think
0: think they they were very clever, the people who set it up. And they realised that, if it was just let's do something together, people wouldn't actually watch it. Um and people like a competition. Um, you know, like we all watch the European Football Cup and things. So I mean I I think they were very shrewd. Yes, it was bringing the countries of Europe together, but it was under an under an umbrella. And underneath that umbrella there was a certain amount of pushing and shoving. And I think that that's why it's been so successful.
1: There'd be people who'd argue that, uh, you know, every time Ireland don't do so well recently, it's like, oh, yeah, well, it's just block voting now. Like, we just can't possibly because it doesn't matter how good our song is. It's just going to be about, you know, Eastern Europe voting for themselves. And has it been, you know, if when it was, if it was that competitive nature that was set it up, has it been about like different allies voting for each other or is there a more neutral vibe to it?
0: No, I I think that, that I think we have this problem in the UK as well. People get all sulky and say, oh, it's just political. But um, that, that's not the case. Um, for example, Portugal won it in 2017. They don't have a, a block vote around them. Uh, I, I'm afraid the truth is that neither um, of our countries have put in good enough songs for the last 20
1: years. Well, excuse you, Chris, we sent a turkey. We sent you did. A... And,
0: and I thought he was brilliant. I loved him. I thought he was great. Unfortunately, he started slagging off other contestants in the last part of the song.
1: That's part um, of his charm, Chris. I
0: loved him. I thought he was brilliant.
1: I know. But it, it, I mean, he wasn't anything like rock and roll kids. But anyway, do you see, um, a, because if you're, you've are you obviously written a book on this so you're kind of into it, is there a pattern of voting where certain countries do vote, like either to block a country out or do you think that they are actually voting for the song? Um, well, I, it, it's a mixture
0: of things. There are obviously every every time, Greece always gives Cyprus 12 points. Cyprus always gives Three, twelve points. All the audience go Ooh, when that happens, or they just burst out into ironic applause. Um, and there are there are sort of patterns in which countries do support each other a certain amount, but that that is only a small part of what's going on. And there's a political thing in other senses. This year, obviously, lots of people are going to vote for Ukraine because they want to sort of say what they think to Vladimir Putin. So, I mean, that's another political aspect.
1: But in the end,
0: the songs that win are always pretty good, I think.
1: And do you think, you know, obviously, yeah, Ukraine are the favourites, but over the past 10 years, Russia has done, you know, very well in the competition. And this isn't the first misstep to use, like, a very muted phrase. You know, Putin's been sort of causing trouble since 2014 in Ukraine. How have Russia done so well? Well, I think Russia... Had a, had a
0: clever strategy for a number of years, where they sort of put up this sort of front of, you know, the, 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 they put in artists singing about peace and all that sort of thing. Um, and they, I mean, they, they they'd have a they did have a block because there are expatriate Russians living in a lot of European countries who would vote for them. So they they played their cards quite cleverly, but they just kind of ran out of road, I think now.
1: So it's it's not the case that countries that aren't politically popular do not perform well. But probably Russia won't. Is is Russia performing this year?
0: No, we. Uh, people refused to share the stage with the Russian act, and, and the EBU threw them out.
1: Okay, um, and what are you expecting to see? Like, do you think that it will be an absolute wash with Ukraine votes this year? Or I don't. Are I there think, other favourites?
0: I I don't know. There are very other very good songs. I think the Ukrainian song is very good. Actually, I like it. Um, So that's a good start for it. But I think Italy is a fabulous song. Um, um, I I like uh, the the Spanish song; is quite fun, especially if you're a bloke. I I like Moldova. I always like Moldova. I think they're tremendous fun. Portugal, beautiful song from Portugal. Um, There's a lot of there's a lot of good songs in there.
1: Can we talk about um, this sort of movement towards singing? In their own languages. Your vision over the past kind of ten years is that more and more countries are singing in their own language. Before it was like English and maybe Celine Dion in French. Um, (laughs) But what? How has that impacted things? I think that's
0: great, and I think that shows that there's a kind of mood in Europe developing where people get the point of being European. Is that we are European. And I use that word as a Brit very clearly. Yes. Um, and um, we are also our own nationality, and we respect other people's nationalities. And I think that works really well. And we see this in the competition. The last year, four out of the top five songs were in their own language. This year, if we look at the odds, four out of the five top songs, according to the bookies, are in their own language, and out of the top fifteen songs in the, in, according to the bookies. A, a tenor in their own language. So there's a real move towards that.
1: I remember in that 2009 um, Georgia song, the anti-Putin song, there was yeah. sort of media coverage afterwards about how Eurovision doesn't allow overtly political lyrics. So do you think that it's odd then or sort of ironic maybe that they have made a political decision to ban Russia from the context?
0: Well, I, I think that's a very good question. And I think this is all about drawing a line. Um, I think the European... Broadcasting Union has always tried to avoid politics. But there comes a point where you just can't. I mean, what Putin has done is it, it, no other European country has tried to invade another mm-hmm. European country. I mean, so this is absolutely what, what's happening now is so unacceptable that they really had no choice. You know, you couldn't have it, 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 it the, 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 they've just crossed the line.
1: Yeah, and so they have to, like, it's not as if, yeah, it, it's not. So, so let's compare it because it's completely incomparable um, to the UK who are sort of not the most popular country in <laughs> Europe at the moment. <laughs> Try not to offend you be very delicate no, here. But since, no,
0: I, 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 I'm one of our...
1: <laughs> Since Brexit but they're one of the favourites for the first time in a long time and I think from a political perspective that's very interesting isn't it? Yes
0: absolutely. I think I'm hoping it's partially because people in Europe we're now on the same side again because
1: we have a common uh, enemy. We have a common enemy
0: um, so we're really back to the seventies and eighties where we had a common enemy and and Britain did, did very well in in the eurovision then um we've got a common enemy again i also but your uh, Eurovision being Eurovision it's always complicated, and I think our our British song this year is jolly good, and the the artist is is very good, he's been going down a storm at rehearsals, so it is a combination.
1: I'm very much looking forward to listening to your jolly good song, Chris. You are adorable. Uh, thank you so much. Can I, Before I let you go, can I just ask you what your all-time favourite uh, Eurovision song is?
0: Oh, I I, I, I will. I, I'll say, um, I'll, I'll be sort of a uh, uh, secret garden um, nocturne, which, of course, had your very own Fanula Sherry on violin.
1: Yes. Uh, wasn't one of ours, though, was it? It wasn't, but it
0: was half yours because it was, um, she was, <laughs> She was half the act basically. She
1: was half the act And well,
0: it was beautiful
1: Well thank you so much Enjoy the competition And uh, may the best country Or most popular country At least win um, <laughs> Thank you <Stephanie. laughs> You're very welcome See you later Chris That was Chris West Author of Your Vision: A History of Modern Europe Through the World's Greatest Song Contest Moncrief Brought to you by Avant Money Think you getting The best value from your bank? Think again Weekdays
0: at 2pm on News Talk.